Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Thin Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, another one of your hosts for today, and also a Thin Within coach. And I'm also Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we're so happy to invite you to join us on today's podcast, Thin Within On The Go. Your voice. Oh no! Coming into Thin Within, who they're here to lose the weight. Let me lose the weight. If I can't lose the weight, I'm going to Weight Watchers, or I'm going to Whole 30, or I'm going to somewhere else. Yep. And then 20 minutes into it, they're like, "Okay, I'm hopping on the scale. I should have lost weight by now, right?" Right? (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, it's all about the weight loss and it's got to be fast and it's got to be quick and it's got to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to admit, I like the fun part. <laughs> but how come dieting was never fun for me, Heidi? <laughs> I know, right? It's not. Dieting's not fun, but no. then can be fun. It can yes. be. Oh, it really, really, really can. I think mind renewal is an absolute blast. I love it. (laughs) Definitely. And for more on that, you visit us at thinwithin.team because Christina has some amazing pictures of her just right size portions of food and they are fun to look at they're oh, they are fun <laughs> yeah and it's it's a lot of fun but that's just christina's just right size portions all right so yeah. <laughs> how quickly can i get this weight off how i gotta get this i've got i've got a wedding happening in two and a half days <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> Two and a half days. Oh no. Oh no. Months from now, I have a wedding. Or six months from now, I'm going on a cruise. Or you name it. There's all kinds of I gotta be down. I gotta look good in those pictures. I gotta, yeah. Well, and there then there's the comparisons with the things you did in the past. Oh, well, in 1995, I did this type of thing and I lost this much in this many days and this many hours. And so I'm hoping for something like that. And, you know, we do that. We, I mean, I do. I used to do these games in my head where I would compare this plan with that plan. And how did it work at this season of my life? But then I was this way and I was working less or I was working more. And it just goes on and on. I, you can just torture yourself forever with comparing all of those things. And then there's the comparisons with your friends and family members who are trying this and trying that. And oh, well, don't you hate that? Oh. When everybody around you is on a diet and a different diet and they're all losing weight in a hurry and you know that weight is likely to come back as soon as they stop the diet. But there, and you're feeling this, like there's this feeling of, I should be doing that too. I should be yes. doing that too. Okay. Well, so, what's the percentage, Heidi, that where it is, the weight comes back? Um, oh, it's really high. I don't know. Like 96. Yeah, it's like 95% or something like that. Yeah. For people. And we we all that. know that because we see that all around us. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. thankfully, Thin Within is not a diet. Oh, yeah. thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> so, okay. So let's talk about for a moment. Let's say persons come into Thin Within and they're faithfully practicing, waiting for hunger, stopping it just enough. 
food. Their body is, they're adjusting to that. They're on board. They're renewing their mind. The keys to conscious eating, all of that's in place. How fast am I going to lose the weight? That's a real common question. Now, I have to insert here that I believe that our primary mission is not weight loss. Mm. It's not even grace-based weight loss. I mean, yeah, if you're going to lose weight, I hope it's grace-based. <laughs> but it is, since we've been wired by God for Shalom, mm. I believe our primary message is you can experience peace with food, with eating and your body, you can experience that God did not put food on this planet to torment you. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. Right. Okay. So that is the context in which we're <laughs> going to kind of address this question of how fast can I get the weight off? Mm. Many of our people find that the weight loss isn't the biggest work that God does in their lives. Right. They come within, within. They find mm. that Weight loss is one of those peripheral benefits mm-hmm. to being involved in Thin Within. Yeah, that is absolutely true, Heidi. And I think people that come to us that are brand new, they actually see that pretty quickly as they get into it. And mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, I thought this was all about food and eating and waiting for hunger and stopping and satisfied. I thought that's all this was, but then... God really draws us into his own heart and Mm -hmm. he shows us that this is a stronghold. This Mm -hmm. is a stronghold that has been strangling us for a long, long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons, um, a lot of needs that we have, a lot of reasons that we have that we've gone to food so many years and it's time, it's time to deal with those things. And guess what? It takes time. It's not only time to do it, but it takes time. The other piece though, is that it is so worth it because Mm -hmm. maybe for the first time in your life, you will experience freedom and you will experience peaceful eating in your life. And then what happens that weight release, it just kind of slowly comes off because you're dealing with those things that are on the inside, those matters of the heart. Right. And everybody's different. So I do want to address the question that people ask, honestly ask, I want to know how fast this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to hit some of those physiological, mm-hmm. physical things um, at the, at this point. And that is, if you are on medications, mm-hmm. your, your results may vary. Yes. <laughs> <from somebody> else. <laughs> Depends upon what you're on medication for, of course. How active you are, of course, may adjust how readily you see weight loss. It doesn't mean you use activity to try to lose weight, but our bodies all respond differently to different levels of activity and different kinds of activity. Mm -hmm. Also, you'll find that depending upon how often you eat, how much you eat, and even the kinds of foods that you prefer when you're hungry, because Mm -hmm. we teach that you can choose whatever your body wants. Mm -hmm. Those things all play a part in how quickly a person will release weight. Even if they're one person sitting next to another person, one of our groups may be eating, they might both be eating zero to five. One person will drop weight quickly. Another person won't how overweight you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. have a lot of extra weight that you're carrying that you know God wants to 
alleviate from your frame, mm -hmm. that's going to be different than somebody else who perhaps has, you know, 10 or 20 pounds to release or less than that even. And right. so really we encourage people to get their focus off of the speed of weight loss mm -hmm. and onto what is it going to take to be willing to allow food to be fuel only, not entertainment, not my favorite recreational opportunity <laughs> or an upgrade for working or an upgrade or an entitlement after a hard day. What will it take? Because everybody's different in that regard too. Mm -hmm. Some of us have histories where we learned early that food is there for when I'm sad. Food mm -hmm. is there for when I'm angry. Food is there when I don't want to feel. Food is there when I do want to feel. Food is there to numb anything and everything. Mm -hmm. and what we have to do is talk to God and invite him into this mm -hmm. because there's a lot of work to be done as we rebuild his temple for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. So, so true. And as you were talking, Heidi, I was thinking, what are the things that we can do? Because if I were listening, this is what I would be asking. What, what does it look like for a person who is really experiencing growth more quickly than someone else in this area? Growth? Well, <laughs> I don't want my girth to grow. Surely you don't mean that. Not that kind of growth, Heidi. <laughs> no, I'm talking about growth on the inside. Um, you know, what? what is the recipe kind of for our thoughts to change and our actions to change? And um, what is the recipe for that? What do we, what can we bring what can we go for that's really going to help us? Because we do see that, don't we? We do see that some people who come, they're able to experience success more quickly because of certain certain things. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think a big part of it is we have some people who come in and it stays being about the weight. It stays being about the food and they keep hanging on to some of their diet principles. Yeah. So, well, I surely shouldn't have that or I shouldn't have that. Those are foods from my bad foods lists experiences. Mm -hmm. And I found that it seems as though, don't you think so, Christina, that those who have a hard time letting go of the diet mentality and trying to mm -hmm. train the food to behave, yes. they have a little bit more difficult time. And so like they end up, if they wait for a zero and stop it just enough, then they end up with an attitude of entitlement that says I should have a quote treat. And that treat is almost mm -hmm. always something very rich, something that's calorie dense. I'm just saying. And yeah. it's like, if we could just be done with the dieting mentality and have whatever we choose, especially when we first come in mm -hmm. uh, between the parameters of physical hunger and physical satisfaction, no, it's not going to be a great nutritional experience. If you do this for five years and you have chocolate cake every time you're hungry, mm -hmm. but what if you were to give yourself permission and get rid of all the do's, do nots from your dieting history? Mm -hmm. Those are the people who get rid, who jettison that dieting mentality mm -hmm. who, yeah. and, and run, run for all their worth to the Lord who I think are more likely to experience success with the physical goals they have. Yeah. I really do. It's like, it's like Jesus says in Matthew six, you know, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or about, I like to think of it as what size you will wear or what you will wear. He says, um, but 
instead seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And so as we make the main thing, the main thing, which mm -hmm. is honoring God in all things it says in first Corinthians 10 31, that whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. As they begin to, as we begin to do that, actually eat and drink and abstain, I'll say for the glory of God, that is when everything else falls into its proper place. Mm -hmm. And I no longer am coveting food when I'm not hungry, waiting eagerly for that hunger signal and then devouring whatever comes along. Oops, I went past or I preempted zero. No, instead we become, we come to a place where we are at peace with food, with eating, with God, with ourselves, with our bodies, with our family members. But there's a lot of stuff to get through sometimes mm -hmm. as we're trying to slog our way to that point of being at peace. Well, and I think something that's important to mention that we talk about this a lot. It's like, you know, we've been rushing and hurrying our whole yeah. lives with diet. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Let's get this over with because it feels terrible, <laughs> right? And so coming to Thin Within and bringing, you know, inviting God into this, it's time to slow down is the thing. Yeah. Um, it's time to slow down. And so I, we like to encourage people, what are you thinking? You know, what are you believing? What are you thinking? <laughs> what are you wondering about? What insights are you having throughout the week? When you invite God into your behaviors, to your emotions, your thinking, to your thinking, I mean, what's going on? And I like to say, you know, give me the details, the more, the better. Tell me what is happening so that we can pull it apart and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And God will help us with that so, so much. And then each time we figure out, um, I kind of see on the journey, like their little roadblocks mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, what, what, what is this one about Lord? This is something I'm believing from my dieting years that I need to let go of. Like, for example, this is a quote unquote good food. And so I should have very large portions of it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's an old belief. If I can let that go talk to God about it. Where did it come from? You know, all those kinds of right. things. And right. then I can drive right past the roadblock is gone. <laughs> My yeah. journey moves on. Yeah, exactly. And it's things like that all along the way that um, as we go to God and invite him to show us what is really true, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things we believe that aren't true. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe even things in our past that we experienced, but are they true for us now going forward? Mm -hmm. We need to look at that with him. Like, is it true that I should never have that ever again? Because right. that just sets me up to want it more. Yes. I mean, I mean, I've heard people who keep certain kinds of foods locked up for mm -hmm. certain events like Saturday night movies with the family and, and that cabinet that's locked has become magnetized for mm -hmm. anybody and everybody, including the person in charge of keeping it locked up. Yep. They want it even more. Okay. So what is that about? Is that about 
controlling the food. There's something inside of me that God wants me to bring to him, to process with him. And and I want to look at that with him. And I want to invite him to shine his light, you know, search me Lord and know my heart. Show me if there is anything in me that needs to be exposed and then help me to expose it, to trade your perfect, beautiful truth for it. I mean, those are the people who are going to experience the changes they hope to see. I know this, this, I remember thinking um, in my own journey in 2006, when I began to really put the pieces together and see changes in my, in my physical body and, and losing the weight, I carried a hundred extra pounds at the time. And I remember thinking, gosh, if I had only started this sooner by now, all the weight would be gone. Or mm. how will I ever wait a whole, however long it's going to take me to lose the weight? Well, I remember God just really challenged me in a, in a loving way with what else do you have to do? <laughs> you know, a year right. is going to pass anyway. Yeah. that's so right. If I am in a hurry to lose weight, I can be tied to a chair and not eat any food. Mm-hmm. Does that solve the problems of my heart and my tendency to overeat? Right. No. In fact, as soon as you let me out of that chair, I might have a different body, mm-hmm. but by golly, I have the same heart, if not worse. Right. And I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go yeah. like a ravenous dog to after all the food. And that's what our dieting has done to many of us. Yes. We've actually we haven't changed within. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, mm-hmm. we've changed the externals. We've fixed mm-hmm. the food or we've fixed something external to us instead of our own hearts. And that's just not going to cut it. So even though we might be able to get rid of weight quickly with tying being tied to a chair or whatever de- deprivation diet you choose, mm-hmm. it doesn't solve the problem in my heart that got me into this spot right now mm-hmm. that I'm in. When people come to us and say, well, I'm really in a hurry and say, well, <laughs> I have that wedding, <laughs> you probably need something else, like a quick fix diet, right? But know that it will most likely not last. And the statistics prove that. And so it's best really not to be in a hurry. In fact, it's best to really slow down with the Lord and deal with these issues Um, and that's what we teach in Thin Within. And that's why it's so unique and so special. I mean, I think to myself, wouldn't I love to finish out my fifties and go into my sixties and seventies and into my sunset years, my golden years, (laughs) wouldn't (laughs) I just love to enjoy the rest of my life as a peaceful eater and being at peace with my food and body? I mean, that just sounds amazing to me and so much more worth it than losing X number number of pounds in three months. I mean, I want this to be something where I am transformed, not just fixed in the moment, like you said, the externals. But so I have another another thought, Heidi, I wanna ask you this question. So what about the people who are listening who are really uncomfortable at their size and they have health problems? And it's like, Yeah, it's not just like a person who needs to lose 30, 40 pounds. It's much more severe than that. So they really are in a hurry, so to speak. I mean, what would you say to someone like that? Well, first of all, invite God in. Always, always start there. You can't go wrong. At start, middle, and end, invite God in (laughs) and everything in between. Yes. Here's the thing as a person waits for physical hunger, 
it makes, I mean, it works for anybody. A lot of people find that they do release weight quickly, especially if they've got a lot of extra weight on their frame. If they are uncomfortable, we have seen people who are you know, diabetic, who have all kinds of uh, maybe high blood pressure, who have joint pain and so on and so forth, see quick changes in the, in just because they've got so many issues and by waiting for hunger and having a just right size portion, and it is small. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's the size of a, a loosely held fist. That's about the size of your stomach when it's got mm-hmm. all that it needs in it. Right. Uh, so if you can try that even for a week and go to God every time, it's kind of like fasting when you really do fast for spiritual reasons the whole point is to lean into god more so that you're praying for whatever that is that is a concern to you well i encourage people to do that with this approach uh to food and eating is waiting for hunger sometimes we get antsy well turn to god and lean into him lift up prayer needs that you have maybe your own in this case god show me where i need healing show me your sufficiency your enoughness so that i don't for food to numb myself to the pain that I have or that feeling that I have. Mm -hmm. I have seen people who are very overweight experience quick relief by following these principles. I mean, it it doesn't happen for everybody because again, it depends on, are you on medications? Be sure to talk to your doctor about anytime you're going to change your eating the way that you're eating. Mm -hmm. If you want to eat less food, which is what we teach, just eat less, uh, be sure that your doctor knows and that he or she can tell you, these are some of the things you might need to consider. I've known people who have been diabetic who need to learn a hunger signal is a little bit different than waiting all the way to empty uh, because of the way their body responds to empty. Uh, And so talk to your doctor about that, but it can work. Uh, We've had people come off of uh, treatments for diabetes where they have been able to live a normal life and have normal values for their blood sugar. And I mean, it's amazing. Uh, So yeah, it doesn't have to be, uh, there's hope. There is hope. Yes, yes. Well, and the other thing that's so amazing and so freeing about Thin Within is that it's not dependent on activity. Right. Um, so for someone who is very much overweight and is having trouble moving right. and having trouble being active and has mobility issues, that's, that's not, you know, weight loss, weight release for thin within is not, that's not the deal breaker. Yeah. Um, no. And both Heidi and I have gone through seasons where we have been extremely inactive Heidi because of an injury and some other things and me because of a chronic illness. And I mean, I just thank God, I don't have to worry that about that pressure that I have to do this much exercise or move this much or weight releases impossible. That's Mm -hmm. not true for me going forward anymore. Right. I want to just follow up on that a little bit. One of my favorite stories about the effectiveness of zero to five eating, hunger satisfied eating happened in the year 2000 for me when I had, um, it was Easter Sunday, and <laughs> I was hosting the family and I had a moment where I was overwhelmed. Oh. And so I left the kitchen in the hands of several very able-bodied matronly <laughs> people in the family who were trying to boss me around anyway. <laughs> I 
grabbed my rollerblades. I grabbed the dog and my cousin came along with me and I took off for a quick rollerblade in the neighborhood. I just wanted to let off some steam. And I, I, I made some, uh, some crucial mistakes. I will say that I didn't have my pads on my knees and my elbows and I didn't have my helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I normally did. And the dog going with me was another wild card that I, probably oh, dear. he wasn't on a leash at all. And mm -hmm. I lived in a neighborhood that was really small, a little housing, uh, that had, uh, just two cul-de-sacs that met up with a main street. And I just wanted to go down that hill and back up again. And I was a really good rollerblader, so that wasn't gonna be a problem. It never had been before. Every time before I had done anything like that, though I did not have the dog with me. Oh. <laughs> so I took off from home and my cousin kind of tagged along and I started heading down that steep hill, which had a cul-de-sac at the end of it. And I thought, I'm gaining speed. That's cool. But my dog doesn't know we're going to take a U-turn at the end of the cul-de-sac. Right. I'm going to take him out if I take that U-turn and he doesn't. And so anyway, I'm telling you all about how I got to the point where I was bed resting. <laughs> it's a good story though. I think it's kind of fun. And so I thought I could either jump the curb at the end of the cul-de-sac and hope that mm. I don't hurt anybody or anything, uh, or I can take the turn and maybe take the dog out. Okay. So in the time it took me to think that through my foot found a storm drain at the very oh. end of the cul-de-sac, I stopped on a dime. And when I kind of mm. came to and realized I was on the ground and had happened to land there pretty hard and pretty fast, I extricated my leg from the storm drain and my body was pointing north, but my <laughs> foot was pointing Ooh. south. Oh, I, Heidi. I didn't know it at the time, but I dislocated my ankle and broken my leg. Mm. And as I lay there and heard an ambulance come, in the distance coming uh, all kinds of funny stuff happened in association with that story but yeah by the time I got home I'm an e-ticket ride and an ambulance to the hospital where they relocated my ankle they did not know I had a spiral fracture of my leg at that time and uh -huh. I was able to point that out to them when things still hurt anyway and so um yeah they the way that things worked out I was in a bed for the better part of the next two months. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I can't be active. It's like, talk about putting a, a screeching halt mm. to my activity level. I was eating hunger satisfied at the time and pretty committed to that. Mm. And so what I found was when you're on bed rest or when you can't be active, yeah. the hunger signal is gonna be pretty infrequent. <laughs> yeah. But what I found over those two months was as I listened to my hunger signal and responded with just right size portions, I came out of that two month period having released uh, quite a bit of weight in those two months, wow. much more amazing. than I probably would have if I had, but I don't know about that. But anyway, so even <laughs> if you're not, yeah, it is. If they're not able to be active, you can still release the weight. So for mm -hmm. our, our precious people who are feeling so uncomfortable in their bodies that they can't move, um, yeah, it doesn't have to spell disaster. It doesn't have to tell you, you know, it doesn't have to take your hope. Um, I would encourage people though, anytime you can move any part of your body mm -hmm. and there are great videos online. Um, you can go to revelationwellness.org and look up RevWell TV and they've got movements for the chair. You can sit and just move your 
move your arms around and Heidi's moving her arms right yeah. now <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to show you what it might look too. like <laughs> anyway so coming back to our topic of speed of weight loss I don't know I would say that the person that is really antsy to lose weight you know maybe it's for that special event or whatever would you rather use these two months to be tied to a chair <laughs> and get the weight off and yeah. then come out of that and have your body deal with, oh my gosh, we're gaining the weight back again really fast. Mm -hmm. or would you rather invest yourself in going to God, going to God, going to God so that those issues that got us where we are now are taken care of. Yeah. And so it's worth it. It's, I mean, in so no time good. at all, I, I mean, it really, you might say six months is a long time or a year is a long time. Mm. But when you get to that point and you have dealt with issues and you feel that freedom inside and you know, you're walking in peace with food, eating in your body and God who made you, um, it, it doesn't seem like any time at all once you get there. And so, and it was well invested. Yes. So true. So true. Yeah, and we've heard this from so many people. It's not just our own experience, but hundreds of people that have been with us and been with yeah. Definitely. It, is, it is so exciting. Yeah. So thanks for joining us today. We want to encourage you to cool your jets and not be in a hurry. <laughs> I mean, maybe God will take some weight off of you more quickly than he does somebody else using the same approach. But the most important thing will be, how did we get here? What can we do to renew our minds so our desires change yes. and we never look back at that same place we've come from ever again? Ever yes. again. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Sign me up, Heidi. Oh, I'm already signed up. <laughs> we're so glad you were here today. Yeah, so glad you were here. Thanks for joining us here at Thin With